0: Hey Junior Nation, now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, dalejr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere.
1: This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio.
2: This is the Dale Jr. Download, presented by Spy. The official sunglass of Dale Earnhardt Jr. now features the official camouflage of Dale Jr., the Signature 88 Collection sunglasses now feature true timber camo. Go get yours at spyoptic.com.
1: Hi, I'm Dylan Hart Jr. I'm going to be the host. What? No. You are the host? Yes. Who let you be the host? I, I did. Um, <laughs> I guess he has that pool around here. Yep. So you here co- co-host Mike Davis. Uh, our substitute producer today is Kelsey Tucker. Yeah, There she is. Hi, Kelsey. Hi. First name Davis is away today. We're unable to patch into Taylor, so I called Mike and we were just having a conversation about being friends and <laughs> Is that what we were talking about? Yeah, okay. we were just having a buddy conversation and he said he was <laughs> he was telling me about all this trouble with the with the uh with Dirty minute Radio <laughs> podcast and I said I will help fill in and now he's made me host. Wow. These concussions
2: have made him full
1: of it, <laughs> apparently. That's another symptom. I no. went from coming to help to being the host. You are sort of like the backup.
2: Yeah. Are you the backup host?
1: I, I guess I'm the backup host. So now this is, host. you're like the Alex Bowman for Dirty Mo' Radio? The Alex Bowman of, of podcasts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> What's that feel like?
1: It feels good. <laughs> I brought my, um, some snacks.
2: <laughs> Listen, look at Kelsey. Describe what he's bringing out here. Got uh,
1: he's got a bag of Cheetos and a bag of Fritos. Yes. Can you hear this? Uh, and I have a Mountain Dew. He has a Mountain Dew. I, <laughs> I, I, have, I put the Mountain Dew in my... My Yeti koozie. Yep. You did. So it was stay cold. It'll stay cold forever. <laughs> and so you brought these, what, for sound effects or no. just to eat? Because you said it'd take an hour.
2: <laughs> yeah. And so far, I think we're on pace to make yeah. it every bit in an hour. Yeah. But that's cool. So do I get any of these, or is this just all
1: for you? I will let you have the Fritos. Thank you. Because um, <laughs> the, fr- the Cheetos. You're not going to take
2: Yeah. Can't take a Cheetos away from Dale.
1: Yeah. So... um Pretty eventful weekend, a lot of first-time winners this weekend. I uh, don't know that we've had, like, that many first-time winners in one weekend. That was a lot. There yeah. was three. So, Moffitt, this guy has been trying to uh, get an opportunity and leave, leave his mark for many, many years. He's he's driven in uh, the trucks, the Xfinity Series, the Cup Series. He had that great run in, in Atlanta in the 55 Cup car, uh, filling in for uh, Vickers and uh, surprised a lot of people, but uh, didn't probably didn't surprise himself. And, uh, and then, you know, you kind of saw him, he kind of disappeared a little bit, but he's got this great opportunity in the truck. Uh, ended up winning this weekend. Um, so that was great to see. Didn't know what to expect from the cup race this weekend. Uh, the Hendrick cars were really fast. They showed some great speed that um, they've been looking for over uh, the, the summer months.
2: Dude, I mean, seriously, I thought that was, a, like, one of the – I don't know, you could tell me better, but I thought it was one of the better weekends that we've seen in a long time as a group just in speed, in general, yeah. speed from start to finish. I mean, Bowman goes in and qualifies 6 does doesn't he?
1: Yeah, the cars were all very competitive. Uh, just looking over at uh, the practice times and everything, it was very surprising. Gibbs has dominated the season, but this particular, this particular weekend, you saw most of the Chevrolets running up front. And even in practice, qualifying and so forth. We uh, – We're hoping for, uh, you know, Alex Bowman to get a great opportunity. This was going to be – I drove the car in Michigan and knew it was a good car and uh, knew that we had a good handle on the car, and the car was fast in practice, and I thought it was great in the race. We just didn't get a great opportunity to show that. I remember that. I was talking to Alex uh, um, throughout the weekend about um, to have confidence, and he was a little bit worried about the aero package that he hadn't drove before. But I told him the car should drive good enough that you won't even know that uh, you're you're in a car with a different aero package. And he seemed confident. They had a great qualifying run. They had good laps in practice. He was pumped up about his practice times in race trim. Um, I read over all the practice notes, and it looked like they were real confident with their car. So when the race started, uh, he showed great speed. And... Um, I think in, in talking to Greg that uh, they had a good top five opportunity if everything worked out well. And um, they had an issue that um, brought them to the garage area to be fixed. And that was disappointing. I know Alex was upset. He doesn't know, you know, how many opportunities like that he'll get uh, to show he's capable. I believe in him and I know he's got the ability to do it, um, to be in the Cup Series and to be in a competitive car and, and do do a good job behind the wheel. Um, so it was a shame because I think he could have shown again, like he did in New Hampshire, that he belongs. But um, hopefully he'll get more opportunities in his career. Did you talk to him afterwards? I've just – him and TJ were kind of having some fun on the plane ride home, and we were joking back and forth a little bit. He seems to be – he's pretty realistic about um, the situation and and, um, pretty mature about it, to be honest with you uh i guess he's 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 been uh through the highs and lows of this sport and 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 is i told him I s you know that to take advantage of the opportunity run hard um and you know you don't know how many chances you'll get to get in that kind of a car again uh to show what you can do and and i told him in new hampshire i said no No matter what, enjoy it, have fun with it, because you're going to be in this car that's going to do things that you've always wanted cars to do, and (laughs) it's going to be competitive, and you're going to be racing with guys you've always wanted to race with. So enjoy that, not put too much pressure on yourself. But hopefully he'll get more opportunities going down the road. Um, So What happened, though? Is it
2: fluky? Is it just a fluky thing?
1: Yeah. Because he
2: was running really fast lap times when they came back out.
1: Yeah, he was in top five. His lap times were in the top five, top three at times. I don't know how he was as far as tires compared to the competition, but I think was, he was, his cycle was pretty close to the to the uh, yeah. the leaders. So he was probably on about the same tires. Um, yeah, I mean without a doubt they were good. They were competitive and gonna you know able to run fast lap times and and he would have finished in the top ten for sure. Uh, but maybe even you know the Hendrick cars they were all right you know the 24. And the forty-eight were up front all day, and I think that Alex had that had, had that potential. I think, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you
2: know Jeff Gordon when he's in the car, he brings an excitement based off of his credentials. Alex Bowman to me brings an energy that is not uh, that, that that Jeff Gordon doesn't necessarily bring. Like I feel like there's the whole team gets energized behind this young guy having a chance to prove. Am I wrong? Um, Come sit down, TJ, if you want. TJ to. has came in. Of course he has, because he. Uh, did he, you
1: call he, him? Did you not have faith in me or something? Is he I like a? T- I just, just missed you, man. I TJ, know. I did not call you. I promise you. He, he- called. T- I'm no. I'm gonna check TJ's phone. You probably texted him and said Junior's coming. He he's gonna host, but if it fails, I want you to be here. TJ, did I call you? No. Because TJ's got some podcast did, experience this year. Right. Did and you know he was coming over? Before? Yeah. Okay, so that's why you're here.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually had to fight the traffic on 77. And I was actually going to go meet him a little earlier, but I had 77. He gets the
1: up in the morning, and takes his daughter to school and then his wife to work. What a guy. You do? Well,
3: I had to take her to work today. Um, Y'all not should every invest
1: day. in a second automobile. I, I yeah. really was, like, blown away fixed. by that text when he told me that's what – He's like, what are you doing in the morning? Hers is
3: getting fixed, so I had to take her to work today. <laughs> <Okay>. I thought <laughs> yeah.
1: that was a regular thing. I wanted to believe that it was what you do every day. Considering, well, considering it that I do it TJ – Wait,
3: wait, wait.
2: TJ doesn't have a job
1: during the middle of the week, so that I would almost think
2: you'd
3: let her take the car.
1: No. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no, No. no Listen, okay.
3: You know what it's like having – kids. it's a job. No, I know. No, no, I get that, but I'm saying he needs
1: the car because of the kid.
3: Yeah, I need the car. She needs the carpool. All right, carpool. I would love to see you actually doing the carpool. You want to go one day? It's the mom minivan line. (laughs) Sure. I I had.
1: Can I bring a camera? Yeah. Sure. To all the moms and dads out there that that know about the car line, I had a little. um, introduction to the car line I was riding in Kelly's car the other day and she's got her sign in the oh yeah the window yeah and for the window yeah and it says your child's name on it <laughs> teacher and then grade. on the back it has like freaking 40 rules yeah things you can't do and aren't supposed to do mm-hmm. and and I'm like wow mm-hmm. I didn't know that this yeah. was this particular LW says that when he goes you're not supposed to be on your cell phone mm-hmm. and he'll he'll ride up and the lady will greet him, and he'll he'll be on his cell phone, not even talking to anybody, but acting like he's on his cell phone <laughs> <laughs> just to, just out just of to spite. them. They're yeah. not
3: that picky at our school, but it, it is a – um. There's this, a, is, this, this is a all news
1: role. to me. I had oh, no idea yeah. this was happening.
3: Well, let me know any day you want to ride. When ride. I went
1: to school, we rode on these <laughs> big yellow things. <laughs> they they yeah. still exist. Oh, School buses, They yeah. still
3: do. Does yours ride it?
2: No. I, I dropped yeah. mine off. Mine yeah. started second grade today, and then I got my other one in preschool today. They it started today. They're late. I don't know
3: yeah. why. Yeah, first grade. We're on week three. Okay. So, Madeline's got three and weeks. My day. Yeah.
2: We're yeah. School you buses. rode the school bus. Are you being serious? Did, did you really ride? ride the yes. yes. You did. You did not. Dude.
1: Hell to yeah. To Mooresville High. Um. No, my sister had her license. She was two years older than me, so she had her license. So I was riding with her oh, until cool I kid. got my license. And then when I got my little S ten. I yeah. guess at the military school but I'm y'all talking, just, you know, second, third, fourth grade. I hear you. at the military school y'all probably just rode humvees or tanks, right? <laughs> we walked. <laughs> we walked. <laughs> <laughs> marched. We marched. Yeah. That ain't no joke, man. <laughs> we did. We walked. I was school bus from
3: second grade to like 10th like, grade probably. Yeah. So, were you? Uh not to 10th grade, no. Maybe 9th yeah. through through middle school I was. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Which I enjoyed it. There was a there was a girl on there that I liked. <laughs> That's always a plus. She drove. No, I'm kidding. Oh, she funny. drove the bus. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man. That old hot bus driver. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, I've I never know. had one of them. Yeah, they make rules on the buses now, too, probably for that reason. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Seat
1: taken. Yeah. Seat t- <laughs> yeah. Can't sit here. <laughs> Uh, so where are we? The Redskins <laughs> uh, and the Bills played this weekend. I'm oh, glad that's you're here. TJ's wearing his Buffalo Bills T-shirt. I and, noticed y'all were going see, at I each other on Twitter team. a little bit.
3: I support my team even when we lose. I, I got
1: something Redskins here in my bag. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I keep it in the bag too. <laughs> uh, Dude, he literally brought a, like a bag of gimmicks yeah, and, and gimmicks and, 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 and treats. I have soda and. Yeah. and Cheetos.
3: I mean, I thought you were expecting Matlin to be here with all these Cheetos and everything. No, know. those are for him. Make <laughs> no mistakes. I get hungry. <laughs> wow. So
1: the the Bills, how are they, you know, not, this will probably get edited out, but how are the Bills going to be this year? They won
3: the off season. <laughs> <laughs> they won the off season, of course, if you ask Rex Ryan, but I think they've had a very terrible the, off season. What do you think
1: about Rex and his brother on the sideline together? Doesn't that sound like
3: Trouble. It's funny looking well, to me every time they show when they're standing next to each yeah. other, and you see Rex and they're. I mean, it, it's funny looking. Yeah. I mean, I like Rex as a coach. He's a players' coach, and I I kind of like that. But they're two
1: defensive-minded coaches, and yeah, you think that they would have a hard time being on the same sideline together. But I'm one. I'm I imagine you got do de- you got a, a good defense.
3: We would have without, except we drafted a guy that needed surgery and then our other guy from uh, Alabama.
1: Marcel Darius kind of let you down a little bit. Marcel
3: Darius let us down. He's Alabama too, wasn't he? No, he's Alabama guy, yeah. Yeah, and the Reggie Ragland. Oh, and and he got hurt, didn't he? He tore his ACL. So things are, uh, I'm thinking about trying out. I'm thinking about seeing if I can make the 53 man roster here coming up. (laughs) Marcel Darius was drugs, right? They haven't, he said went to rehab. They didn't say what for, but I'm guessing it was probably drugs. He missed a drug test. (laughs) And then he goes into rehab, so I'm guessing that's probably part of it.
1: Well, there's a a massive uh, rounds of cuts coming through all the teams, so there'll be a great opportunity to scoop up some players that you think uh, might be able to fill them holes. The Redskins and the Bills played preseason games. uh, This or played a preseason game every year. Yeah, do they?
3: Yeah, every year we play.
1: So we uh, the Redskins won. They scored 21 points in the second quarter behind the arm of Kirk Cousins. Kurt was in Uh, for the whole half. T.J. was upset about that. Kurt hasn't played a snap the whole preseason, and T.J.'s uh, well, upset. Well, Tom Brady doesn't either. Did y'all watch the game together? I watched – I was, I have the
3: NFL pass thing, and then I told him about it, and I guess he got it. Yeah. And it, it's pretty cool because you can watch all the preseason games and the season games after they're done. You but can you, go watch a recording of it, you know. So you're so saying you did not watch it together. Then. I No, he, I was in Michigan. Oh, you were in Michigan.
2: Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
3: I forgot you're still working. Einstein. We're not. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but the Skins played I, – I can't – it was ugly. When it was cool in the beginning, because they were actually Tyrod was in, and the Bills' yeah. first ones, they didn't start their two good cornerbacks and stuff. But it was kind of fun in the beginning watching them play. But yeah. then when the when the twos came in against the Redskins ones, it was not pretty. No, I had to quit watching it. because yeah. it was. I mean, but I like positional battle stuff, and I enjoy seeing some guys come in and. Um, you know, I know E.J. Manuel already, and I know what he's got. But I, I like watching, like, the second running back for this game's came yes. in and start running pretty good, and, and uh, wide receivers trying to make the roster and stuff. I like watching stuff like that. So. Me
1: too. Yeah, it's fun going to the preseason games three and four because that's when you get to see usually those guys that are fourth string, fifth string, get an opportunity to play the second half of the game, and, boy, they play hard.
3: They do, you Yeah. Know? You get all them guys that want to make the roster there, yep. you know. And it's a sad time in the NFL, too, because there's a bunch of guys going to lose jobs, you know. but It's life, it's man. Well, a it's lot part of, these, of it.
1: A lot of these guys, though, they'll get picked back up on the practice squad, yeah. which isn't an awful gig. Yeah. No. Um, a lot of times those guys get called up in the middle of the season. Uh, yeah.
3: And with they, well, the injuries, they'll get called back up. So, they, right. they're they doing their work, you know, and they get called back up. but.
1: Even on the practice
3: squad
2: of an NFL team, you're still probably the most successful person of your high school class.
3: Yeah, probably. You,
2: know, you still you would
1: yeah. brag about that. I think practice squad is six thousand dollars a week. Six thousand yeah. a week. I think they make that's um, not bad.
3: I think they make between one fifty and two fifty a, a year, like just being a practice squad guy. Yeah, you got so your weekends
2: off. Basically, yeah. I'm you don't, assuming you don't go to the yeah. games. Yeah, you don't. You, you don't, don't go traveling. to games, right? You don't travel. You get your weekends off.
3: Yeah. You get to go hit somebody not Monday, bad Tuesday, living. Wednesday, or one of them days, and yeah, probably not. Probably could the great pr- thing about it jersey.
1: is that you're on the fringe and you're able to be able to have access to the to the facilities to be able to stay that in too. shape and be ready. A lot yeah. of those guys that don't make the practice squad have to go and find their own opportun- you know, own opportunities to stay in shape and stay game ready in case they they you know because they still believe in their dream, want to make it, want to get back to a team. Hey,
2: we had lunch with them just last Wednesday while you were sitting there exerting. Uh, up at your appointment, we were having lunch with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, in their ah. in their little cafe. It's funny because there is no like really unhealthy options. Like there's no sodas or anything like that. It's like juices really? and yeah, right. Hmm. There's tea, but there's not sweet tea. Oh, of course that may just be in the entire <laughs> north. Uh, but but That's I'm saying. True. But so there was like you know a big salad bar, but you could get some good stuff. But it was all like healthy. Is it, it nice
3: it, in there?
2: I mean, it was nice enough for sure. I mean, yeah.
3: I, I I've mean, only been in one practice football facility like that. He's probably been to the Redskins before. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I went to uh, when Michigan Wolverines deal when they redid that whole thing up there. I've been inside there, and it is nice Yeah, It's there. cool. I, I like it. It's cool. Yeah. But kind of like we have a pit practice program, you know, for the developmental guys. Kind yeah. of the same way.
2: Well, this was the team, but i just saying you knew that Like, I yeah. wonder I, the guys like getting his little burrito, and I'm like, I wonder if he'll be on the team next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, what maybe. was in my mind at least. Yeah. So oh, well.
3: how, how was the racing weekend for you?
2: Oh, uh, it was very well. I'll ask you that question. To be honest with you, I mean, like you—you uh, awesome. you had a front row seat for all that stuff. It was awesome. Did you? Did uh, you? Thirty-five-ish
3: or whatever. Did it was. you loosen the plug wire? Oh man, I was getting—I was really nervous because I thought we were going to blow up. By the way, nervous. don't
2: ask me.
1: Ask Dell. He's the host. I'm the host. Yeah. I
3: was really nervous because we. Greg's telling me on another channel. He's like, "Hey, make sure he lifts early because I don't want to back this car in." And, I mean, we were still carrying – you're carrying it. It's hard to – no matter what speed you're carrying in Michigan, if you blow up down in the corner,
1: you're probably going to have some trouble. I've never heard that advice from a, from a crew chief. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was very uh, – it was weird. Scroll this page. Read this number, the right side. There
1: is a reaction theater call off, about that. Back off early because <laughs> I really don't want you to back into the fence. It blows up. We'll it was, try uh, to save it if you can. <laughs> yeah. I've,
3: I, I told Greg, I'm like, Greg, we're – we're still carrying enough speed that I feel like if it like let's go when he lifts, we are going for a ride still. And uh that's when we kinda got close to we made the call to come down pit road and, and take a look at it.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. It's tough, uh, with the ECU and the computer and all that good stuff, uh it's tough to understand uh what's wrong with the car. I've had we've had some uh, alternator issues or battery issues and different uh, problems in the past And you always tend to make, at least I always tend to make the wrong decision. (laughs) And uh, something maybe I could have even fixed on the racetrack by switching to battery two or trying to recycle the ECU. Um, Those things typically sometimes can fix the car. Uh, The ECU can just get a glitch in it and a bug and and shut down a cylinder And if you just recycle it. Um, I think we came down pit road one time with a bad battery and just needed to switch batteries. Yeah, I remember that. Lost a lap or two. Um, yeah. So I know Greg and the guys were. They probably could have fixed the car in, uh, on pit road, but uh, went to the garage. Lost a few more laps than they probably should have. But those are things that you really can't foresee, or, or uh, you know, the ECU was giving them a lot of um, errors uh, that were incorrect or leading them down, I guess, the wrong path as far as what I uh, the discussion I have with Greg. But they ended up figuring it out and getting him back on the track, able to get out there. It's it's important, Um, no matter how many laps down you are, to get back out there and compete. Especially when the car was as competitive as it was, you can get back out there and run some great laps and sort of build your confidence back up in what you have to be able to go to the next race. So they got to finish the race. They made up a lot of spots and um, showed that they had a car capable of running well. Um... Anything else you want to add to
3: that, TJ? I would have loved to hear hear your commentary if you were in there scrolling them pages. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. I would <laughs> I have the loved same to thing. hear that. Right. I'm not sure. Sitting I'm not, there, kind of thumbing through. <laughs> scroll, scroll, you know. You're talking into in the to the, to the fan listening. You're talking about on the digital dash. Yes. The driver scrolling the pages <laughs> as he's driving and reading off information to the crew about what he's seeing on the dash. Error, yeah. error, messages, error messages and so forth, right?
3: Yeah, I, I just know that when Greg asks you questions about that sometimes, you're just like, a lot hey, of, where, where's that one at? What's that one? He's where's like, that one? Ding it. dong. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought that in my head from whenever uh, a while ago, Tony Jr., he was like, are you losing? Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> are you tied up? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Is it loose? Ding dong. <laughs>
1: I forget about that.
3: Oh, yeah. I was actually yeah. thinking about that in my head when he was asking about scroll one page, read the right side numbers. And I'm like, oh, oh no. Man, like, no, I pictured man. him with, like, one of those old atlases, uh, like those big, gigantic
2: <laughs> yeah. books, sitting here trying to turn the pages <laughs> and driving. Yeah. Yeah. You know, telling yeah. the kids, shut up. I'm trying to concentrate.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was an uh, interesting time, but I was. I was actually thinking in my head what he would have done at the time, and I I think we would have probably had some pretty good
1: commentary for that. Yeah, we'd have some great <laughs> audio for today. Mm-hmm. So we'll get on to um, to the race winner, uh, Kyle Larson. Larson became the second driver to win his first career race at Michigan. Dale Jarrett pulled off the feet in 1991 at the same race. Larson uh, was in his 99th start. He Ooh. finished second four times before breaking through on Sunday and breaks a winless streak for Ganassi Racing, dating back to Talladega 2013 with Jamie McMurray. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With Larson's victory, the sport celebrated three first-time winners for the first time in NASCAR history. We talked about that. Michael McDowell won the Xfinity race at uh, Road America, which was pretty exciting. A lot of people um, in the seer, in the sport, in the industry, really uh, reached out to Michael and and showed their appreciation for his win on social media and so forth. He's a popular driver in the garage. And a shameless guy. plug real quick, Jamie McDowell's wife was on Kelly's podcast last week. Uh, go check oh. that out on Dirty Mile Radio. Okay. All, right, all right, go so ahead. There you go. Yeah, Michael's a very well-liked guy in the garage. Um, he's been working real hard uh, his whole career to get get opportunities, so that was pretty cool. And all, and we talked about Brett Moffitt. Um, so, Kyle, he's been – uh, running really good, and people assumed that even as a rookie he may go ahead and get a win that year. Um, they've struggled a little bit on and off over the past couple of seasons, but it seems like this year that he has something magic in the combination he has with with crew chief and engineer. So they've been fast. I thought they, I think they've been fast pretty much all season. You're not seeing that in the points position, but he doesn't have to worry about that anymore with the win, which locks him into the chase. So that's pretty exciting uh, for him. He's a great guy, great uh, – he's a great father and, and good guy outside the car. Um, he'll be a star in this sport for a really, really long time. Um, he's the kind of guy that you want to be a star in the sport for a really long time, so I was happy to see him win. I like to see the uh, raw emotion, man. It just the, – the, <clears throat> the victory lanes start to get so robotic,
2: and it drives me crazy. But when you see his emotion, I think, you know – Um, You know, the current loss of his buddy that he had maybe had something to do with it. There was a lot of emotion going on. But, man, just even Chip Ganassi, guy that's been in racing forever, he's won the biggest races. And seeing him, he was like a kid in a candy store in that victory lane. That's what I thought was cool. I wanted Chase to win, but I thought that was
3: really cool that Kyle won. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun seeing any of them guys win. It's going to be awesome when Blaney wins. It's going to be cool. Blaney. It's going to be cool when uh, Chase wins. Um, it's going to be fun. It's a yeah. l- It's
1: fun watching them guys race up there too. They know, you know, they know how hard these races are to win. They're hard to win, and um, you know, he, he he's sort of broken through. Larson's broken through now, and I'm sure he'll he'll get more victories in his career, quite a few. And um, yeah, we were excited for Chase. I thought Chase had a great opportunity to get a win. I thought for sure he was going to win it. Um, what happened on that? You think? Just was it the old tires? No. Um, it It's It's just, a you know, it's kind of a crapshoot on that, that particular racetrack with how that front straightaway is and how wide it is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Chase and – let me think here. Blaney was behind him. Yeah, Blaney him. was behind him. Chase and Blaney just didn't do as good a job as the guys did on the bottom groove. They got the guys on the bottom committed, pushed. Um, Let's see. He had
2: Kozlowski behind, uh, um, Larson had Kozlowski behind him, right? Yeah. yeah. Kozlowski yep. knows what he's doing. They all hit too. And they I, did hit. I
3: thought all four of them were gonna wreck for a second because yeah. when yeah. I looked up there, they were. Yeah. Both rows were jacked
1: up. Yeah. And it in that situation, it's just kind of uh, you know happenstance as to far as far as who's gonna come out on top. It, it really. It, the, there's no one with an advantage. You think the leader has the advantage being able to, you know, know when he's going to go right. and everyone having to guess. But at that particular track with the pushing that you can do to get to turn one and the time it takes to get to turn one, the advantage that the two guys that actually do get locked up well have, um, it, you know, Larson and them did it better. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was really frustrating because it's such a it, – you know Chase is sitting there watching it happen and going you know by the time you get to turn 1 it seems like forever and uh he's sitting there watching his you know himself lose the lead and he knows how challenging it's going to be uh to get it back but he ended up wrestling his way back to second which is impressive at that particular racetrack especially late in the race like that and, and passing Brad to do it yep yeah, yeah. Uh, very competitive race cars. So he shows he's showing his talent, his ability. Obviously, um, we were hoping he was going to get the win. It was great to see um, Hendrick Motorsports be competitive all day. Uh, Chase led 31 laps. That's the third most of his young career. And uh, Johnson uh, led 37 laps, the second most in the race. And uh, in his previous eight races, he has only led one lap. So... Yeah. It's, um, not, it's just unusual yeah it yeah. is unusual we've had a really rough uh summer but i've been in the i've been in the shop the last several weeks and i'm seeing some really really good stuff oh, uh, tell us i'm kidding <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a. am seeing those guys really really dig deep and the um and i think what we brought to michigan shows that we're making some gains and i don't think that we're you know, obviously, as we get closer to the chase, I think that we have more to bring to the racetrack. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Um, so I'm excited about that. Excited for Hendrick Motorsports, uh, and and think that the, that we'll be competitive in the chase.
2: See, I always thought that that's a cliche. I just thought that's what people say. Oh, we're we're saving our stuff yeah. for the chase, and I just it's like not, not a- nobody's saving their stuff. Are you saying that that's actually what happens? It's not a saving. It, it, mm. We just.
1: It work picks up <laughs> kinda work, as you get closer. It, you to You know, it. it's this uh, everything sort of cycles, and Gibbs cycled to the top, um, and everybody in the garage is so close together, so you can see what's going on and what they're doing. Um, there's some things that you can't see, obviously within the suspension, understanding how they're you know setting up the front end of the car, maybe how they're working the rear end of the car, um, and you can't see those things, but you you know at over time you get clues and the clues sort of add up to where you might understand what they're doing and how they're doing it. And you take you basically this happens every single year if you look at <clears throat> if you look at like for example when Brag Kazalowski won the championship, they were chasing Hendrick all year long. And they saw all you know, they just sit there and, and watch the clues and sh- started to figure out what what was happening and what was making, you know, what was making speed and they basically took um took the idea and made it better, mm-hmm. made it their own. And the same thing happened with Kyle last year. Gibbs wasn't that great when the season started and they start, you know, they sort of looked around in the garage and saw what other teams were doing and they take those ideas back to their shop and they put their own little spin on it and make it even better and then they're strong in the chase and win and win the championship. So it just so happens that this is the situation that Hendrick finds itself in, where they kind of struggle throughout the summer. But I knew the whole time that we would figure out what everybody else was doing and where the speed was at, and we're starting to we're 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 understanding it, and we're actually able to act, you know, starting to implement it into our own stuff, and it's going to start to show show more and more speed. What we saw in in Michigan. Isn't all that I think we have, and 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 isn't what we're capable of. I think that um, we're we're capable of dominating in the chase if things line up just right. Man, that's good to know. Yeah, it's exciting. I but, expect that it you know the 48 and the 24 uh, to be really really competitive coming down here to the to the end of the season.
2: That's fantastic. Is there anything else we all want to talk about other than that? Do you want to talk about Darlington or wait?
1: We, we get on the second page. you got a whole second page here. <laughs> yeah, I why guess. Look at that. Do we just want to? Well, we've kind of touched on it already. We talked about Chase.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: Although I did wonder. Yeah, you know,
2: Well, I don't know if you got Why is he so hard on himself? Yeah, he's so hard on himself. <laughs> no, really. Like, it's the most depressing post-race interviews <laughs> ever. <sighs> when Chase is upset with himself, and it's like all the time. I mean, he just basically is like, I suck. I'm terrible. I let everybody down.
1: I, I I'm sorry. I'm gonna try right. to do better. And it's like dude, I know where fantastic. that comes. I know where that comes from. So he grew up around the sport and he's the son of Bill Elliott, who he thinks is the best race car driver there ever was. Um and he was an amazing race car driver, but he to to chase, obviously his father is is the is the coolest thing ever. And He's grown up in his shadow and learned from him and learned from him, and so anytime he sort of falls short of what he thinks he should have accomplished that particular day, he has this—he sort of has this feeling to apologize to everyone, and or or admit his faults, and uh, because he feels like that the fans expect him to emulate his father and be perfect in what he sees in his father, right? Mm-hmm. Which isn't reality his father uh had to work hard to get competitive and 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 probably had you know made mistakes and uh chases you know just going through the process um but I understand exactly where that that comes from and and he just has a he just feels like he has a lot of pressure being who he is he feels like when he doesn't do what he's supposed to do he needs to apologize or admit that he understands that he didn't do it the way he needed to so that people, uh, you know, he it, he obvious, he he's kind of like me. I think as he makes it bigger than it really is. I do the same thing. I worry about things and make them worse than they really are. And I think that he's more concerned about um, that than he should be. But I I could totally uh, he need, you know he 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 could be a little less hard on himself. But it's sad. I totally get where it comes from, man. It's it's that it's it's being the son of a. A guy who was really successful and you're trying to come in and, and make your own mark but at the same time there's these expectations that are just so unrealistic for him mm-hmm. and and he feels like he's either having to be apologetic or at least admit his faults when he doesn't when he doesn't meet those those unrealistic expectations but he also wants to win really bad which is awesome you can't take that away from him. You don't want him to change. That was something cool he said. They said, uh, you
2: know, talking about next week, and uh, does he have a chance to win? And he said, if I show up next week, you can bet that i expect to win yeah. if I'm going to show yeah. up there. And so that's 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 the same change. kind of confidence. That's what I remember you. You know, you always said, I'm the best driver at the racetrack, and you got to have that confidence. So even though he's beating himself yeah. up, man, he's still got when confidence.
3: When he wins, I think a lot of that, when he starts winning, because he, he's going to win a lot of races. Well, I'm going to tell you something. So, I think back. I
2: will always remember that end at Darlington in his first year here at Junior Motorsports. And we just oh, happened yeah. to be going to Darlington this weekend. But I'm saying the way he won that race and the people that he passed at the end of that Darlington yeah. race, it was his second win because he had won the, first, the week before. But still, that was amazing driving. I'd like, I would love to see him do that again this weekend. He could.
1: Right. So, we have another um – we got another rising star that uh, we're a big fan of, Blaney, Ryan Blaney. He had a pretty funny interview post-race. You want to run that audio? Yeah, I'm gonna run. The, we're going to run the audio right here. This, listen to this.
4: With another strong top five finish, you were in the thick of it. But Ryan, I have to ask, I saw you looking over towards victory lane. What was it like seeing another young driver celebrate his first victory? Uh, I
3: don't know. Good, good job to yeah. him. I don't really care. Um, congrats on Kyle on the first win. That was cool. Um, that restart, I don't know. We all got bottled up. And... I was getting
1: shoved and I was jumping 24, and we were kind of all spinning our tires.
3: It
2: kind of sucks. He deserved that win. So Blaney, he's a hilarious <laughs> guy. <laughs> he like he I'm, is, I'm starting actually. to
1: learn about him as we go. You guys know the guy. Yeah, yeah he, he is. He's my neighbor. He's actually moved into house right close to us. So I can, you know, I hang out with him uh, during the week uh, every once in a while. And funny guy, real down to earth. Uh, but he is a matter of fact kind of. <laughs> he is he is very matter of fact, which is you know part of his humor.
2: But but plus you know you got media sometimes that are always trying to go for that heartstring angle. They're going for that big yeah. emotional response, and you yeah. could see them teeing that up. Like,
4: what is it like
2: to gaze over to Victory Lane and see a first-time winner that's not named Ryan Blaney? What are your emotions right now? Like Marty Smith, every question he ever asks is something like that, right? Yeah. Like and, and so. Lady's he's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that, know, that's him good too. for him, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely that's Ryan, too. I'm like, you know, he just
1: made a fan out of me right there. That was so yep. funny, yeah. So, we got Darlington coming up this weekend. Jeff Gordon's going to be back in the night, and so we got Darlington coming up this weekend. Jeff Gordon's going to be back in the 88. The gray ghost. I'm real sad. I am too. <laughs> I wanted to drive that car. Um, we we went out and did all that work at the I racetrack, know, yeah. to, taking pictures and carrying on. You're welcome, Jeff. I think I hurt my back actually doing that photo shoot on the, bank, <laughs> on the banking in turn three. I did. I, I didn't know that. How did you I hurt your back, back in a photo I shoot? I don't know, but I had a terrible back injury really? for like three weeks. Really? Yeah. I had to get a lot of work done. <laughs> but um. <laughs> yeah, I, I really uh, – the Grey Ghost, obviously, uh, Buddy Baker made it famous winning the 1980 Daytona 500. Bobby Allison drove the car as well. Uh, silver and black, chrome numbers, it doesn't get any cooler than that. And uh, NASCAR obviously won't, does not allow the chrome numbers anymore. We would be running them. Sure. But we got as close as we could. The orange on the car is a, is a nod to Nationwide's colors and, and a bit of a throwback to them. So that's why there there is some orange on the car. Um, who has the best throwback paint scheme this year, guys? Ooh. Man, I don't no. know. Who has the best? <clears throat> I think we're going to – Let's, let's take the, the
4: gray
2: ghost out. We're, we're clearly yeah. we're biased. We're going to take that one out of the equation. Um, There's a the lot. There Dude, are. There are.
1: This whole program, um, I, I was like – I was telling Chippewa with – who was working now in daytona at it, but it was a Darlington yeah he yeah. was running darlington i was like dude you don't know what you're what you got on your hands here with this retro stuff every other sport has like this throwback you know idea that they do whether it's uh the nfl or what have you this could be darlington could be forever the throwback weekend mm-hmm. and they were looking at like a three-year plan and i said just keep let people, yeah just, and don't even they're you know you're they're celebrating different eras, like 84 to 95 and so forth. I said, just leave it open. Leave it open ended let everybody bring their own rendition, whatever they think a throwback is. And it's even okay when uh, somebody brings a throwback from like a completely different form of motorsports. Like I think Joey Logano did that last year. Yeah. But, you know, whatever anybody's interpretation is of a throwback, just let Darlington forever be that weekend where we kind of celebrate the past. And so I love this whole plan. I love this whole promotion. And um, so what's your favorite? Last year, we saw the 43 team uh, oh, come yes. in really strong. Yes, with the uniforms. Yep, he, they had the he had the Manchu mustache. Yes. Uh, the uniforms, they that were was bright. Good. They were perfect. <clears throat> the Wood Brothers brought it. They yes, did it. It they did. They, they, there's a couple teams that White came in. White pants. Yep, there's a couple teams came in and did it right. Um, and so what's been interesting is that people saw that, other teams saw that, and now everybody's coming real hard this year with all these great schemes. And so they should because that's yeah. – that's And great. you're even seeing it in the Xfinity Series, which didn't really happen a whole lot last year. The Xfinity Series drivers and teams are even – you know, most of those are even participating. We're in unveiling one this week.
3: Yeah. yeah. I think it's cool, man. Yeah. They it's look just awesome. getting
1: started. You wait. This whole – this program – is just going to keep getting cooler and cooler, and it's great for Darlington. You know, sure. it, it just adds to uh, the history of that. That track is such a historic track, and it's perfect. It's perfect it's place perfect. to be doing yep. it there. Right. But anyways, I it's hard to pick a a favorite this year. There's a lot of great ones out there. I love the Bush Car because I was I was a big Kelly Yarborough fan. So, mm. so yeah, the, the Bush Car is kind of cool.
3: I mean, it's hard. I need to see them on the track, but there's so many to pick from. It's hard to pick just one when they all look so cool going around. You know, when you put a pack of them out there, I'm yeah. excited
1: to see that. Jimmy's car is really cool. It is. Which is funny. Um, Lowe's is on the hood of Jimmy's car, right? So Lowe's looks back in the history of the sport, and, and, and they see this um, – they see the blue and yellow number two, which is synonymous with my dad drove in mm-hmm. 1979 1980, right? So they're thinking, man, this is awesome. We're going to do a Lowe's throwback that uh, Dale Earnhardt drove. And Jimmy, Jimmy's excited. Mm-hmm. He's texting me. He's like, you got one of your dad's old uniforms and all that stuff? Don't think they'd let you drive with that. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wanted to actually wear it to intros, and it would fit probably. Wow. Don't but we have it, it hanging in a, on our like wall in 40 there? years old. Yeah, yeah It I every yeah. bit of 40 not years Not that old. we
2: would take it out of the frame, but I'm pretty – isn't that the 1980 uniform
3: that Dale Earnhardt's? I,
2: I
1: have it. Yeah, he's got I I it. No, I have it at home. Which that's one
2: is that, a, though? That's 82.
1: That's 82. Yeah. All right. All right. on, you Mike. took a picture in, didn't you? It's it's in your it's right outside the door of your office. You should know all that. That's what I'm talking about. Got to yeah. come to work. First. I brought it up. That's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> you gotta, right. You got to come Anyhow. I just didn't
2: I had my ears wrong. Yeah, I don't This is a funny little story. So Oh, the one you're talking about is, is yellow. Yes. Okay, got it. I got all it. I got it. I got damn. it.
1: Yes. Um <laughs> So there so Jimmy or Chad texts me. He's like, "What do you know about this car?" He sends me a picture of his car. And I said, David Pearson ran second in that car at Talladega in relief for my father. My father was out for four weeks with broken collarbones, and David drove that car at Talladega, ran second. That was the only race Lowe's was on the hood. I don't know why it must have been a local chain, uh, but they had Lowe's on the hood for that on that race and that race only. And so it's um. It's kind of unique, kind of weird. Jimmy gets excited about it, and then I have to tell him the story. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I'm going to run one of your dad's throwbacks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, David Pearson drove that car. Oops. And <laughs> loads us on the hood for just that race, but it's still really it's cool. It's still cool, yeah. It's yeah. still really cool because I've always wondered what that paint scheme would look like on one of the modern cars. Y'all always. Yeah. It's kind of fun seeing these yeah. old schemes the side skirts and yeah, stuff. on the modern cars, so – and uh, I didn't have the guts to do it. Plus, but,
2: David Pearson is no, you know, he is hey, what? Yeah, David
1: Pearson's it's a also, legend. He's not, yeah, it's he's not he's like no Stan Barrett filled Especially, in for a couple of races or something. <laughs> Especially <laughs> at Darlington. Darlington might be where he made his legend. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So David Pearson, uh, I'm sure uh, he'll be honored. He probably won't. He. I won't. I wonder if he even knows the connection to that car. But I don't know, the Grey Ghost people that
3: that family loves the fact that you're running yeah, it, and all this. Yeah, folks. they love it. Yeah,
1: so I love that car. This is the second time we've ran it. We yeah. ran it in 2008 uh, All Star race and had a pretty successful night. But under the lights of Darlington, though, it's going to bring a whole new level. This does change the. I y'all say still this, haven't said who y'all favorite I, well, is. I gotta wait. I, I gotta, gotta my, wait until
3: I'm there. I think
2: uh, it was. It was the Tide car that I, li- I car like. I like the cool. Tide car. Uh, Tide car's
1: cool. Been done a lot. But it's been done yeah. a lot.
2: Um, and um, you know what? I thought it was sort of unique that Landon Castle came out with J- J-D, J.D. McDuffie. McDuffie. Yeah. yeah. McDuffie's car. Yeah. It's very simple-looking paint scheme, mm-hmm. but it feels so retro. Yeah. It looks cool. I just was actually Googling it up so we could look yeah, it. he
1: it. D- yeah. Uh, Landon – that does look very good. Landon um, – did oh, a yeah. Snapchat story about uh, J.D. McDuffie and, and an old truck.
3: Yeah, I, Landon's
1: a Pretty Snapchat
3: and, Like Landon, yeah, Landon legend. is my
1: yeah Snapchat legend. He is giving me <laughs> Snapchat tips. I have my own personal Snapchat, yeah. and he's giving me tips on how to be a good Snapchatter. D-
2: did, did he tip you on Instagram? Because, you know, you sort of caused a little bit of a ruckus over the weekend. You know that? What I do. Kelsey knows this. Oh my god! Yeah.
1: (laughs) What did I do now?
2: Well, you you Instagrammed a picture of something that said "wife," married, married, right? And then, (laughs) and (laughs) And I I know you explained it. I know it. I get it. But Instagram's a picture thing. Nobody's got time to read. What? That's true.
1: I did not know yeah. that people didn't read.
2: No, you don't got time to read. You just go either like the picture, you don't like it, or you set off a 100 fire alarms for the PR people, <laughs> and it was just both case. think about Dale's that. Dale's already married. <laughs> yep. Yeah. If you read the explanation, he was saying, well, you We, went,
1: it. we were. We went somewhere, and I was looking at, a, at a, a documentation of mine, and it said that I was married. And I was like, man, I got to get used to this. This is cool. <laughs> I was would, showing it to Amy. But clearly, that's that's a
2: mistake for the record. they're yeah, yeah. not Just, actually they married yet, the, people. They jumped the gun. He, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. he's not married. married. He's not. But married. I was like,
1: I was like, <laughs> isn't that neat? This is what it'll say, you know. And <laughs> that was the first
2: time you've seen that. <laughs> and yes. So it's that's a moment. That's it a milestone was awesome. moment. Yeah. Right.
1: I had someone tell me they said uh, he has to be getting married in the next sixty days, and I was like, okay. And they're like, because marriage license is only good for sixty days, and if that's a marriage license, and I'm like, I, you know, I oh,
3: not I don't think it's a marriage I license.
1: I don't think the marriage license says. Married. Wow, yes. this is
3: like a four-alarm fire.
2: <laughs> I, I you, had it, no was. Idea. it was, I, you know, we had media calling. You know, <laughs> while Junior's Jeez. sitting there, just Instagramming, just Instagramming away, having he a good did old it. day. He's done. Did He's it. done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all take it from here, <laughs> fellas. They gone. All right. <laughs> 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 uh, y'all want to get some reaction theater? These are going to be pretty good, actually. Are I they? got a quick
3: question. Do you not worry about what spotters are going to do? With I, all these different paint schemes no I don't
1: worry about it should we yes so apparently TJ wants to talk about how hard his job is <laughs> <laughs> no
3: <laughs> this reminded me one of the one of the only few times we didn't
1: get into that so we got to get uh, that done let let's talk tell one us only, about your life
3: like there's only two times this has ever happened you've
2: got your own podcast for this very thing <laughs> yeah go well, ahead he's tell here us because
3: about it. he's the one that you want him to hear it <laughs> it was at Darlington and I I looked in front of us and then I looked back and And I swear I saw our car passing another car. And I started yelling, I'm like, outside, outside. And he's against the wall by himself, like, just (laughs) running the corner. And he's like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, man, never mind. What page of
2: the manual is that on? Yeah,
3: (laughs) 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 flip pages. you got to flip pages up here. But that's, like, one of the only two times that I've lost our car. Like, I looked back, and I swear we were passing somebody, and I started yelling outside. So this is going to be, like, I think it will happen. Not to me, but it will happen to a lesser guy.
2: Okay. So, it's a lesser <laughs> guy. <laughs> you just called yourself a lesser guy yep. from the other experience. I learned If okay.
1: you <laughs> All right, if the fans listen and listen to your uh your spotting this weekend and you make a mistake, what are you willing to do? For, per mistake.
3: Wow. <laughs> Depends on how bad the mistake is. No, let's <laughs>
2: serious. This is a good question. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what. You donate Oh, wow. $20 per mistake to the Dale Jr. Foundation. Okay. That's the deal. Every time I don't make a mistake, you do No.
3: <laughs> and
2: and and uh there needs to be something that you have to do in the carpool line that breaks the law, breaks the rules of the carpool line.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do?
2: Get I yourself mean, expelled from school, basically, is what <laughs> I want you you to do. You have to
1: have one of the ladies tap on the window. Sir? <laughs> Sir, no. Right. You need to pretend like you're oh. asleep. Because Kelly says they bang on the window when you're doing something wrong. Oh, they're we can like, do the sleeping driver. Like,
3: hey, yeah, you
1: can do the sleeping driver. Right, do sleepy like, driver. You're rolling my
3: head back and you, you can see a little bit and you're creeping up and they're all like, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. whoa. So you I, need to Snapchat sleepy driver. Or I'll, snap, and now I'll that's my
2: phone a, up. That's the first mistake. If he does the same mistake or he does another mistake, you have to lay on the horn. We're going to ride with you. you got to lay on the horn anytime we say lay on the horn. <laughs> Are you riding? No, I would for that, yeah. Okay. All Absolutely. right, deal. We'd you be in the car behind you.
3: Yeah, every time you say lay on the heart ho- Well, you might get pulled out if you're there not to pick that, up a kid. I, I not really to pick idea. up a kid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you
1: might get thrown out. So let's play the reaction theater right. for Michigan. I might pop my soda.
0: <laughs> just got done listening to the race, and man, I don't even know where Bowman finished. I just know... Chase Elliott had that one, and then a caution comes out, and I know he's putting all the pressure on his shoulders for that bad restart he had. But you know what? His win's coming. It was an awesome battle all day with both those cars. They were top of the field. Hell yeah! Talk to you guys later.
2: Hell yeah!
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for following us all race.
2: Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good way to start off the, the reaction theater. Don't, Don't, mind Don't mind our top yeah.
3: three lap times late in the race. There, jeez. Are you offended? I think
1: he was saying that <laughs> I know, he ran yeah. well. <laughs> I don't even know where Bowman finished. I I
3: don't even know where Bowman
2: finished. To be honest with you, where did he finish? Thirtieth. I don't don't know. He finished (laughs) thirtieth. I don't know (laughs) either. There we go.
1: All right. Were you paying attention? When he came back out on the track, he was fortieth. Finished thirtieth. There you go.
5: All right, number two.
1: Leaving the speedway, Michigan. That was a freaking awesome race. But damn, '88 was badass. They could have won, but he pulled it together. There's next time. Get better, Junior.
2: Hell yeah! Not not you know uh, anything crazy in that call, but I do like it when they call from the track when they come to yeah. the race. I always like to put them yeah, in because that's, that's actually, pretty that's pretty cool.
3: I got I got a question for you real quick about this. So we're five laps down, and we're catching cars that are running basically top ten, and we're kind of spread out. And I got guys coming up to me saying, "Hey, you know you're five laps down, right?" Because they're racing guys behind them a little bit. What do you think? You know, do you would you get aggravated or somebody doing that? Like in the car, a like, spotter? No, like no, the another, other driver, another like, driver. You're running ninth. There's a guy five laps down that has some trouble, but it's real fast still, and he's coming back up through. You know, there
1: was guys like I. We've it's happened before, and we've just I would, let him go. Um, if there's like cars running, if there, if I catch two guys and they're running for position, I wouldn't bother them. But if it's just a guy just sitting there running yeah. by himself, I'm going him. Yeah, that th- we were pretty much singled out, but I had.
3: Two the the and guys come and be like, hey, you know, you're, you're five laps down, right? I said, yeah, we're getting ready to be four. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, but it was it was kind of funny because I, I just, you know, some guys get more. You don't want to mess up a race with no. guys. But it was funny that when you get singled out and you can run guys down. Because Alex was actually putting together some pretty good laps for a while. and We would run guys down. And it was just funny to see him get, get angry and stuff.
2: So you had people get lippy with you up there on the roof? Yeah.
3: Wow. It's drama up there, man. I was there one time, drama. and he almost got in a fight with his co-host on
2: Door Bumper Clear. <laughs> 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 it was one of my favorite moments. That's when I knew I had to get them a podcast. Was that when I gave Brett the finger? Uh, <laughs> you and Brett. Y'all were y'all were gesturing to each other that just that looked like fifth-grade <laughs> schoolyard fight. All right, go ahead. What's the
1: next one?
0: <laughs> Mike Davis doesn't suck. NASCAR without Dale Jr. suck It doesn't matter who's driving the 88 if it's not... Dale Earnhardt Jr., that sucks.
3: Damn. Everything sucks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey. Hey. Cheer up. She needs, a, she needs okay. Snickers.
2: But Mike Davis don't suck, it?
0: <laughs> Blue despair and agony on me. Deep, dark depression, excessive misery. If it weren't for bad luck, we'd have no call. Oh, hurry back, Jr.
1: <laughs> that same lady. It might be. It 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 is. (laughs) She
3: she got a tune in her head. I I I got to call back. I thought that was submarine mic for a minute.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad to hear. William Byron signed by Hendrick Motorsports and will be racing for Junior Motorsports next year. There you
3: go. That
0: is great to hear. It is awesome to hear that One main Financial comes back after saying they are going to leave. Mm. I hope Dale Jr. gets better, but hey, we are great. Junior Motorsports
1: is awesome. Have a good one. I like that guy. I do, too. <laughs>
0: <Was that laughs> awesome. Let's send him something. That was all
1: you, right? <laughs> yeah.
3: That was all you, right, Mike? No, no but I,
1: I, listen, <laughs> I
2: could have said it better myself. That was great. Yeah, yeah. I
1: agree. I'm, we're real excited to have William come back after uh, driving our late model cars and being able to you know, understand who, you know, what kind of guy he is and what kind of driver he is. Pretty cool. And one main coming back for sure. Really excited to have uh, Elliot keep driving with us. That's right. It's going to be great.
0: This is Ryan Lockheed. I was just watching this periscope by this guy named Mike Davis. He was talking about hooters. To get his 800 number, so I thought I'd give it a shot. I think of a sex online. What the f I I get some dude's
5: voice on there told me to leave a message. Not cool, brah. So I'm out of
3: here. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my top well, five awesome. of all time. It's Not so, cool, brah. It's so good at Ryan Lochte to call her action theater.
5: <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he hung up, he kicked in a bathroom door.
3: <laughs> <laughs> brah. <What's next? laughs> nice one, brah.
0: I,
4: as an Ohio State University fan, cannot... Absolutely cannot bear to root for University of Michigan car. I am so glad that Dale Jr. was in the car this weekend because I don't know what I'd do with myself. The University of Michigan car came in 30th. I'm so happy. I'm so happy.
2: You know what? Let's, th- we got a lot of calls about this, so let's reserve comment until we get them all out because there's going to mm-hmm. be some more here coming mm-hmm. up. But that's the, the whole Michigan paint scheme, th- th- there, there's some points that are still to be made. Let's play the next one.
0: First off, I've been boycotting all year because I think first name sucks. I miss Amanda. Second, I hate Greg Biffle, but this new Hooters throwback car looks pretty sweet. Probably why is it divorced now. He's been spending too much time there. Last, I'm Mike. <laughs> get off your freaking high horse. You're not as funny as sloppy yellow. Team sloppy yellow for life. Dale, yeah, get well, Dale. We're praying for you. Oh,
2: that's nice to end the call that way. After
3: the after the. Direction I did like took. that car, by the way. The, the Hooters car was yeah. good.
2: Did you see his suit. Yeah, no, it cool. was pretty cool. I should say, and Dale, I don't know if you're even aware of this. Mm-hmm. All right, so since you've been out of the car, that there's this uh, competition going on between a guy named Submarine Mike, and then our friend in Texas, Sloppy Yellow Dado Dado, Dado, Dado. and they're tr- on who the unofficial president of Junior Nation is. They're trying to actually, it's turned into a campaign, and so that's what he's alluding to. And then we're going to probably hear from these cats here in a second.
0: And now, deep thought with your president, Submarine Mike. Do you ever wonder if the reason Datto hasn't been to Pocono is because he tries to buy tickets in turn four? Hashtag anybody but Datto. (laughs) I wish someone would tell Taylor, you don't go to the orthodontist to get a Bluetooth.
5: I'm sorry sir, that is not covered by insurance.
0: (laughs) I think Datto needs to go on a diet because every time he periscopes He has to upgrade his data plan. (laughs) It's in my belly. (laughs) Do you ever wonder if Junior is so bored on Sundays, he acts like Peyton Manning in the new DirecTV Sunday ticket commercials? Junior on Sunday morning. (laughs) Hashtag anybody but Dado. Hashtag Mike Davis rocks. Hashtag Taylor Zarzers. (laughs)
2: yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Everybody <laughs> we either suck or we rock. I don't know, but uh, that was pretty good. You liked it? I liked a lot of the, production there. I liked the, oh, that's they,
3: the they, upgrade oh. your data plan joke. That was pretty funny. I almost thought he said his Datto plan. Well, that that ought to be what Datto's data really plan should, is. Yeah. <laughs> are you un- are you unlimited Datto? <laughs> <laughs> to look at him. He is. All right, I'm be. sorry. All right, go ahead.
0: Congratulations to Alex Bowman. I thought he. He raced a very good race. It's good to see. That's a good kid. I hope he gets a ride somewhere. I really like his feedback. Uh, He's very calm, cool in the car because... Greg was asking him to read hieroglyphics and flip pages and read the VIN number backwards. That's a hell of a lot to do when you're fighting traffic and going backwards and uh, trying to figure out what the problem is. So good job, Alex Bowman. Uh, Good job, Team 88, getting a a fast race car there. But boo for Hendrick Motorsports to put University of Michigan on my 88 car. That is absolutely despicable, horrible. I'm glad that car turned out to be a piece of If mm. the University of Michigan would have won that race, I would have been heartbroken. Need to quit putting other teams on the '88. When Dale Jr. drives a Dallas Cowboy themed race car, then I believe it's okay. But there ain't no way in hell Dale Jr. <laughs> is driving a Dallas Cowboy race car in Texas. I promise you. Ain't ever gonna do that. Sh-. Don't put anybody else's team on there either. It's too divisive. Nobody likes it when they do that. Sh-. Nobody likes Michigan, anyways. Congratulations to Ryan Larson. Is good there at the end of that Ryan
3: race. Larson. Of Congratulations to Target. Let's get him Hell Eighty Eight. Let's do something in the Gray Ghost. I can't pick a winner, dude. They're both funny. Larson. Ryan, Ryan Larson. Larson. God, Dado. <laughs> <laughs> they are two different devices. He was on a
2: soapbox and then he went and called the winner of the race the wrong name. Yep. It's like almost uh, nullifies everything. Does this
3: happen every week with these two? This is good. It's
2: it's been happening. Yeah, that, yeah it's it's starting to it ramp up. Yeah. So, all right. He brings up, would you actually drive a Dallas Cowboys car? Hell no. All yeah. right, there we go.
3: Dado's got Dado's right. He wouldn't do it. I will. It was very strongly opinionated at the racetrack. There were people coming up being like, go I, blue."
1: I know, and that makes me as a driver of the car uncomfortable, especially yeah. when you're not a fan <clears> of the, that particular team either. Right. You know, it's not something. That, it's it's difficult to support. It is, yeah. You're asking the fans to. There pick was a others side. being
3: like, "Hey man, I, can I have your uniform after the day?" And the other people were like, "Man, I don't have that car wrecks." You know, it was. Yeah. His opposite ends the whole day. That was coming from the spotters too, right? Oh, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> everybody.
2: <laughs> more more hardships on TJ's life.
0: Mm-hmm. Hail to the. <laughs> hail to those big. <laughs> <laughs> hail hail to Michigan! A cesspool in the ground.
3: Michigan. All right. <laughs> okay. Jeez. He's from Ohio. Is
2: that that wasn't <laughs> Kozlowski, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, might have been. No. He loved Michigan.
3: He does. What else we got?
0: Crazy Cajun down here in Lafayette, Louisiana, South Louisiana. It's still a two bit wet. Good deal for Kyle Arson getting his first win. Kinda sucks for Alex B, man. I think that dude had a hell of a car today. What I really want to address is these on Twitter to start talking like, oh, I hope the eighty eight blows up just because that paint scheme. Good job, dip it's not just the driver you know we root for the team too team 88 these guys they work their asses off in these cars and they want a good result as well well back to shoveling sand and praying to god the water don't rise any higher down here love you guys hell yeah
2: hell yeah and, we, and our thoughts and prayers are with yeah. all the people in louisiana exactly. that's what, yeah 100 floods uh i got a cousin down there that i've been keeping up with but yeah so first of all thank you for calling and uh yeah we definitely are thinking about you and he's got a point you know, got you support the eighty eight team.
1: You know, it's through thick and thin, right? Yeah, I don't know. Man. It's hard hard to bite your tongue, though. I guess if you're, I guess so. Because <laughs> those those college rivalries are is intense.
3: It's, it's huge. I mean, I just from this weekend. I mean, they, especially being in Michigan and Ohio State being close too, those two, literally, you know, they love each other. Um, it'd be like <laughs> no. Alabama and Auburn. You know, well, even
2: I was uncomfortable <laughs> even when they ran the Alabama paint scheme at, at uh, MWR. Yeah, it just it's. I forgot they it, did. It that. just isn't comfortable. I don't. I didn't like the paint scheme. To be honest with you, everybody's like, "You got that diecast?" I'm like, "No, no. I don't <laughs> want that diecast." No, I'm sorry. Anyways, that's Reaction Theater. Be happy with the all new Spy Dell Junior paint scheme sunglasses. It's called the Livery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mode, General Dega McCoy, and Admiral frames. You also can get the all new limited edition Spy Wrangler Dega sunglasses online at Spyoptic.com. <clears throat> Those Wranglers, man, they're crazy. They are crazy. They are crazy. I almost. <laughs> I almost thought you didn't have a say so in them, but then I. What? Yeah, I know. You there, didn't there like them? So, no, I don't. What it, What's I, wrong with you? You don't like them. No, they're just. I, I would they're like them at like the, the beach. Car. I would like them well, at the take beach. take them to the damn beach. I don't go to the beach. Well, I don't that live to the beach. means you does do that matter? like them. But, yeah. If I'm at the beach, I'll take them, but like they, I wouldn't wear them to a business meeting or something. I
1: wouldn't. Why? You would, would wear any sunglasses to a business meeting <laughs> yeah, unless it
2: was
3: outside and it was sunny. The Wranglers yeah. are
1: fine. Okay, and they do they do do well at the beach. Okay, <laughs> so you would know that better. Like they
3: would. have the happy lens.
1: Can I do the nationwide segment? <laughs> yes, go right ahead. As you know, Nationwide is a proud sponsor of the NASCAR Foundation's Betty Jane France Humanitarian Award given to one NASCAR fan who is making an impact in their community with children's charities. There are four amazing finalists, and each week we are telling their stories. Today is a good one. Andy Hoffman is the father of Jack Hoffman, whose story came to national attention when he ran for a touchdown during a Nebraska football spring game oh, yeah. a couple of years ago. Y'all remember that? Did you see the video? Yes. Yeah, that was cool. Jack's dad started this foundation to raise money to help kids with cancer. Andy and the Team Jack Foundation... We're at Michigan this weekend for the race. Here's the Jack Hoffman story. It is Jack Hoffman of
0: Team
4: Jack coming out of the field right now. There's fourth down and short. A young man who has battled brain cancer is on the field right now for the Huffers. My name is Andy Hoffman and I founded the Team Jack Foundation in 2013. There is nothing more disheartening than being told that your son is going to have to start a cancer therapy that they've been giving kids since 1982. You know, to put it blunt, it just pisses you off as a dad uh, to know that this is the best our society does for kids with brain tumors, and not just brain tumors, but all forms of pediatric cancer.
0: We are leagues behind lots of different cancers for kids. Now it has definitively switched to pediatric brain cancer being the number one killer of kids. It's difficult as a parent, and then it's also difficult when you think about how uh,
4: childhood cancer parents kind of feel sometimes like the kids might be getting overlooked, and it's just heartbreaking, and you just wish they didn't have to go through it. We got our start in fundraising through the sale of t-shirts. We're a blue collar family, we're grassroots, we're extremely rural Nebraska. Uh, And so we kind of took that lunch bucket mentality when it came to solving this problem. He got this idea
0: and nothing was gonna stop him from doing it. He's kind of made it his
4: mission to raise money for research and try to help these kids. You know, he wants to effect change and this was the way that we've decided to try to do it. Our goal is to raise as much money as we can, as fast as we can and put it into the hands of the best researchers in the world to help find a cure for pediatric brain cancer.
0: We have raised a little over 3 million in three years, and we do our gala every year and then our radiothon, and those are probably our largest events. We recently started doing color runs, and then we just every day call donors and, you know, write letters, do direct mailers with volunteers. It's about finding a cure and finding better treatment for all children. He is not going to sit back and let something decrease his kid's potential for quality life, but he's not going to let it be that way for anyone that has pediatric brain cancer.
4: For whatever reason, God chose us, and so we felt like it was our job, uh, our obligation to the other families to use all of the blessings that, in our life, to try to do the most amount of good as possible.
0: Listen to this crowd. To well, uh, what a moment.
1: That's good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Visit NASCAR.com slash award to watch the stories of all four finalists and vote today and every day for your favorite. The winner will get one hundred thousand dollars to their charity. I heard that. That's awesome. It's uh, something they've done every year. The drivers are heavily involved. Uh during the vegas uh championship week uh we have the announcement of the winner
2: the Betty Jane France Humanitarian yes. wars, yeah
1: and uh that's a great uh function that we uh, always have a lot of fun and uh end up going to and pretty neat you get to meet all the finalists you get to really understand uh their story and um it's pretty cool pretty fun program i i'm sup- I'm, I'm it just keeps getting bigger and bigger every year yeah good stuff so White flag. Let's drop the white flag. White flag right there. White flag. White flag.
2: A big shout-out to Exalta, which brings you Dirty Mo' Radio, JRM360, DellJr.com, JRMRacing.com, and all of Dell Jr.'s digital platform. Follow Exalta Racing on Twitter and Facebook, and you can always visit ExaltaRacing.com for up-to-date info on the 88 team and Dell Jr. All right, look, let's get serious about this weekend for the 88s. We've been talking about it a while, but now I'm serious, all right? Can you hear me (laughs) on this? Dell Jr., listen to this. Dell Jr. and Carolina Panthers tight end Greg Olson – have put together the ultimate sports VIP experience called Weekend with the 88s. It's a raffle. One raffle ticket costs you $18.88. That's a good deal. Listen to what the winner will receive. Double occupancy room at the Ritz-Carlton in Charlotte, North Carolina for four nights. Meet and greet with Dale Jr. Meet and greet with Greg Olson. Tour of Junior Motorsports and Bank of America Stadium. $200 gift certificate for Junior Nation Retail Store. Assorted Carolina Panthers and NASCAR gear. Garage passes and tickets to the Xfinity Series race and the Cup race at Charlotte. Parking pass pregame sideline passes and tickets to the Carolina Panthers Monday night game versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And these are just highlights. There's actually a lot more in it. Here's the best part. When you purchase a raffle ticket, 100% goes directly to the Levine Children's Hospital, so you're making a difference in kids' lives, and that's what this is really all about. The raffle ends September 18th. A winner will be drawn September 20th. Go to weekendwiththe88s.com. Weekend with the eight eight S dot com to So make you're sure. going to
1: go to an Xfinity race, a Cup race, and a football game in three days. That's right. Unreal. And the tour of the of the facilities. Yeah. yeah. So
2: it's a four day $200 package. Two hundred dollars to pack. come
1: spend in the gift shop.
2: Yeah. Right. So it's like room and board. Meeting you is not even the best part, right? Oh, no, that's all down <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know what, I, I, I just was realizing as I was reading that. I've said dog, double occupancy room at the Ritz-Carlton, and then right after that I said meet and greet with Dale Jr. I guess I should clarify, the meet and greet is not in your room at the Ritz-Carlton, okay? Just moving on. I want to say that for the record. <laughs> looking at Dale's schedule this week, he's got some work to do. I was just be like, looking at your schedule this week, you have some work to do. I do. Competition meetings tomorrow at Hendrick uh, on Wednesday, appearing at the Walmart in Lewistown, Pennsylvania yeah. on behalf of Diet Mountain Dew. Lewistown, do we know where that is?
1: Are you sure it's not on behalf of of Di- uh, Mountain Dew? Because this year we're Mountain Dew.
2: It could be, yeah. But it, your schedule, it says Diet Mountain Dew, which I hope it does because that means Tyler Overstreet Tyler messed up. It up.
5: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> also on Wednesday, Deb will be doing an interview with Nickelodeon's Hammer Down. We ought to talk about this. Hammer Down is hosted by Carson Elledge, Junior's niece here, and it uh, just started its third season this year. Dale's other niece, Kennedy Carson's sister is on the show. And I believe that's who you're doing the interview with on Wednesday. I may be wrong, but I think it is. So hammer down is on Nickelodeon's Nicktoons each week. A fantastic show for kids. Speaking of kids. I also, I I, want to just mention NASCAR's recent announcement that uh, beginning in 2017, kids ages 12 and younger will be admitted free to all Xfinity and camping world truck series races. We've been begging for this for a long time. It's, it's a big step in the right direction. Uh, TJ can pick up Madeline in the carpool line, bring her right You're to the right. Trinity race, and she d- he doesn't have to pay because the Lord knows he's cheap. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a throwback weekend at Darlington. Stay tuned to Junior Motorsports Social Channels this week for a paint scheme unveiling. We'll have Elliot Sadler, Justin Algar, and Kevin Harvick racing for Junior Motorsports. That race is Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. On Sunday, the Southern 500 will start at 6 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Jeff Gordon will be driving the Grey Ghost, that lucky SOB. <laughs> mm-hmm. Didn't even earn it, did he? Just just hasn't know right what here. he's
3: getting ready to step into, does he? And
2: that's it. That's it for White Flag. Dale, thanks, man, for hosting today on the Dell Junior download.
1: He didn't even
4: have to break into a snacks.
1: I, I know yeah. he didn't. What's up with that? Uh we didn't have a moment to just to, had a lot to say. We didn't have a moment to really snack. It's, it's not a- live. There's always
3: a moment. There is. You're right. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, uh y- Thanks y- for having me. Thanks for letting me host.
2: Welcome. You're welcome back anytime. Yep. In the Exalted Studio. Thanks
1: for showing up unannounced, TJ. Yeah, seriously. I mean, yeah. I, again, screwing up I my was first really host. Screwed up my first host gig. I was really
3: <laughs> just coming by to make face through the glass and stuff. You know, that's what I was going to do. Well, but you ended up walking in the door. You told me to sit <laughs> down. You told me to sit down. So. All right. Well, cool. Yeah, it was fun. You thanks, did good. fellas. You did good. Thanks. See y'all later. See ya
2: later.
1: Hey, Junior Nation, JRM On Tour 2016 is on tour once again on September 2nd at the Bilo located in Darlington, South Carolina. Stop by for an afternoon filled with all things racing, including an autograph session with JRM drivers Justin Allgaier, Alex Bowman, and Elliot Sadler from 5 to 6 p.m. and tons of giveaways, including race tickets and JRM swag items. We can't wait to see you there.
0: Hey, everyone. This is Justin Allgaier, host of Junior Motorsports Upfront. Tune in to Dirty Mo Radio every Thursday as Jonathan Davis and I talk about everything, junior motorsports, welcome guests, and more.
1: Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio.